Listen like to Taylor. Shake your dick. Good. Oh, yeah. Like that. shake your dick. Just perfect. Yeah. On that note, welcome in everyone. Welcome perfect. to Hardly Door. <laughs> We're here shaking our dicks. Uh, I am joined by my fellow dick shakers over here, the lovely <laughs> Celestia and Sean. How are you two? What up, gang? I'm great. How are you? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> what up, what up, Lord have It's mercy. your boy, Slick Milk. It, ooh, Slick Milk is back. <laughs> Slick mm-hmm. Milk and Miss Dick Shaker. That's good. <laughs> We're dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Perfect. Perfect. What am I, puke dick? How's it going? Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah. actually, I mean, it's yeah. Bits. yeah. I mean, if we're going with uh, things relevant for each, whatever. Um, so, last week's episode about oral sex was received well. We got lots of porn bots leaving comments, so that was fantastic. It's a joke. Please stop fucking commenting on our goddamn videos. Quit summoning them. Porn, 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 porn. <laughs> Now they're getting there again. Yep. Beetlejuice. They'll be now here, yeah. It's like, uh, what is the other one? Bloody Mary. Mm. But porn. Yeah. I wonder if anyone... Surely I'm sure someone's that's done a category. A, someone's done a Bloody Mary porn. Baba Mary. Black Sheep. What was like what is that? Say, I feel like if you say Baba Black Sheep too many times in a row, that's not good either. I, I'm not familiar with that one. I'm not familiar I'm with not that either. either. I just feel like it's a bad idea. Viewers, oh. they hit us up in the comments. What's up with Baba Black Sheep? Yeah, and Beetlejuice and um, Puke Dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know what's up with If you have any comments on any of those subjects, please hit us in the comments below. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, mm-hmm. today we are discussing this. Uh, Jalassi, would you like to let us know what we're talking about today? Sure. Today we're going to be talking about rom-coms and why they're basically relationship porn and uh, why they should not be viewed as like an ideal relationship. Um, definitely more of an opinion episode, I suppose, than a factual episode. Just our ideas on it. Sure. And your verbiage was like right on the nose on that one. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Uh, by calling it Thank relationship accompanying sound relationship porn um because like just in the way that actual you know genital porn uh, it's not <laughs> <laughs> this is why we get the bots <laughs> just every keyword is is a hit um yeah it's uh, it's like if they hit the slot machine like our video hits like all their algorithm like every word in there like yeah so um penis vagina anus porn um just how that gives a uh negative and false understanding of what sex is or ought to be or should be um you know these these rom-coms and otherwise just romantic movies are bad benchmarks to judge your relationship against they can be entertaining they can be enjoy they're great i think they're fun i'm a big romantic bitch i love them but it is definitely be treated with the same amount of uh understanding the fantasy as like porno exactly Mm -hmm. you whenever you see that paramount pictures thing it should be the same as seeing the brazzers intro like it's (laughs) (laughs) it's the same 
Now's a good time for me to announce I'm starting a uh, porn production company called 20th Century Cox. <laughs> good. <laughs> That's cute. I so like that. Good. I like that. Proud of you. AKA. <laughs> It's one of my new ones, 20th Century Cox. 20th Century Cox, that's good. good. So, we've all done a little bit of research on this one. Um, Sean did some hunting on on the U-Tubs, and Zell and I watched The Notebook yesterday. So, we're we're all kind of fresh with rom-com juice. I hate that. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I don't don't, know. Good. We are recording this, right? Uh, yeah, but, yeah, this is being I want to make sure we have that particular sound yeah. locked in. Can't lose it. Can't lose the sound. Uh, definitely not. Uh, so you guys watched, uh, you said, The Notebook? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, my understanding is Mr. Gosling is particularly... Uh, Creepy? Yes. Naughty boy. Doesn't Gosling mean... Way. Isn't that like a duck? Um... Sorry, I don't know why. I don't, I don't have a lot of foul knowledge. <laughs> I'm not sure. So, yes. Um, as we were watching it, because it was the first time for me, it, it was the first time seeing that movie, right? Um, Zell has seen it a bunch, I assume. Or at least I've more than once. a couple of times. Yeah. Not a bunch, but I've seen it a fair share. Sure. Yeah, I saw it once like a decade ago. Right. So and so, as we were watching, <laughs> it was funny because she would just be like, "Pause, fuck that, pause, <laughs> this is bad," and like, like but we were both like enjoying the movie. Like, it is an enjoyable, fun time. But, but it's definitely a toxic, abusive relationship in more than one way. Absolutely. Let's get into that. Yeah, let's. So, whenever they first meet, um, Ryan Gosling and. Rachel McAdams. Yes. Boom, I got it. Um, They're at like a fair kind of situation or whatever. And she gets on a Ferris wheel with <laughs> with the guy that she's there with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Ryan Gosling, who is apparently just kind of like, a, I don't know, quiet cool guy outcast you know whatever that's just how he is kind of shit um climbs the fucking ferris wheel and like squeezes in between uh him and you know her and her date they're like fucking stop and the guys that work there are like hey fucking get off of that so he climbs off of it and basically claims that he's going to let go unless she goes on a date with him which is right fucked <laughs> completely how weird would it be if you were on a date <laughs> and from either either uh, the guy or the gal's perspective sure and like some guy just like starts jungle gymming up the ferris wheel is <laughs> like hey i saw yep. you across from like the corn dog stand and i i think i should get a date with you mm-hmm. right in the middle of a day it's it's ridiculous yep absolutely rude and i mean like it's pretty it's 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 uncool by itself to shoot your shot like knowing that a person is 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 taken right like that's 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 already a faux pas but then doing it 
on a date where you can clearly see <laughs> that oh, they are right here. Yeah. <laughs> Add in the the layer of manipulation and coercion with it because um like not only was there the hey I'll kill myself if you don't if you don't do this but um that's pretty textbook abusive relationship. That's abusive relationship 101. Right. Yes. And they're not even together or anything. Exactly. But then, good foundation to start a relationship. When he fucking breaks down this, when he like wills her down until finally she agrees to it, then he like forces her to say it, to say. Um, so what does what does he? How how does he put it? Um, he just basically forces her to say like that she wants to go out with him, and then she yeah. he says basically like I don't believe you, like say it again, and so she has to say that she wants to go out with him multiple times, and that's. On top of already threatening such a ridiculous thing to then, like, say, hey, you have to actually want to do this, not just say you want to. I don't want a pity date is, like, a whole, like, additional level (laughs) of, like, manipulation. But, like, this is all seen as, like, oh, he's so dreamy. (laughs) Oh, he's cute. Like, it was, like, so spontaneous. Like, no, it's fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like spontaneous spontaneous is a term that could be describing many things and a lot of them are not positive <laughs> you know yes like a combustion yeah okay. i've read know? that bad yeah exactly and that seems more like a spontaneous combustion situation than like a, oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what that yeah, sound was uh, but the <laughs> uh, rom-coms in general seem to like make a uh, <sighs> That's like a, such a big trope is someone gets away with like what would be considered horrifying behavior in the real world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. just one good it, it, well, In the name of pursuit. All, yeah, and it's, it's so in the name of pursuit, a lot of things I think are glanced over, like stalking, just being a yeah. genuine, awful, horrible human being. Like they're all overlooked, usually by some like grand romantic gesture. It takes this one big thing and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. everything is okay after one big thing happens and it's oh well they really do care about me because they rebuilt this house or because they wrote this song or they bought me this guitar or like this thing big romantic gesture happened and like now every mistake is all forgiven like it, it doesn't work work quite like that um totally um 50 shades of gray does does something like that as well so with 50 shades of gray there's i mean so many instances of like invasions of privacy um demeaning the you know the 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 sub um outside of the realm of the bedroom and you know uh taking it into personal life in a really inappropriate and just like unwanted way um but then he never actually sleeps with a girl he always leaves or that you know kicks her out beforehand and so he actually spends the night with a girl and like oh it's this like big romantic thing because he never does that and i'm special and shit but it's like nah man he still did all that fucked up shit and also staying the night is not a big deal like (laughs) right like if that's it like your bar is set like so fucking low if that's like okay this is all i need right exactly and it's just yeah it's just uncool and then like this is all we're still talking about like in the pursuit 
right? Like, right. yes. Which, which goes over pretty quickly. Right. I mean, like, even in Pursuit, a couple of other ones that, like, immediately come to mind that, like, are, like, creepy and, like, would be, like, really, really bad and awful if you actually thought about it. Fifty First Dates is with Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's uh, a... Absolutely awful. A, a girl has brain damage and he basically decides that she is attractive and he's in love with her and he's going to keep pursuing her and pursuing her and pursuing her. And like, you look at it and like, as a movie, if you want to take it lightly, sure, it's funny, it's romantic, whatever. But if you like really take a step and back and see what's going on, like, it's really not, not an okay thing that's going on. Same thing with, um, while you were sleeping, while you were sleeping, I already sleeping, don't like it. Already don't like it because of the title. Is yeah. um a, a man who falls into a coma, and a woman decides that she's in love with him, and she builds a whole fantasy relationship that they're married and they have kids in this house, and like, the, like it ends up being a romantic movie, and it's really just fucked up. Yeah, that's bad. And like you can't, <laughs> like, th- like you need help. That's a bad, you like, know? like just the summary from that. It sounds rough. Like that sounds real bad. Jeez. What's her end game here? How does she expect us to pan out? I mean, she creates a whole illusion in her head. What do you think? Oh, that's God. fair. So, just, like she thinks curious. that he's going to wake up and they're going to be in love and, and they're going to live happily ever after. He's going to wake up from a coma. He's definitely not going to be groggy. He's definitely not going to need like, there are a couple of coma. Like there are a couple of ones. I can't remember the other one, but there's another one that's a romantic comedy about comas. And a guy wakes up from a coma, and she convinces him that he's a completely different person than he actually is, and and makes him more of a person that she like wants. And yikes, that's a bummer. Like, it's so stressful. And stressful, and super manipulative. I think I think manipulation and lying are definitely things that are seen as like acts of love or acts of passion in in romantic yeah. comedies instead of like in, instead of being something that's not something any human being should ever do sure. to somebody else these would be crimes in real world uh, i mean right. yeah absolutely so beyond the the actual pursuit whenever they actually started like dating and being together um well there was a lot of things that we noticed that were fucked up. But secondly, um, Zell, you pointed out that like some of the lines are like so ingrained and people love, you know, the movie and they idolize this relationship between these two characters so much that they like that there there are like tattoos of lines from the movie that they get. Um if you're a bird, I'm a bird. That's the one. Yeah. There's probably a million girls. Like, I'm so sorry, honey, Jeez, if this? you have this tattoo. This is a bad toxic relationship, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sure it'll be really easy to cover up. It's from um, I can't even think of the movie, the Notebook. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We've know? already we've already covered it. So she's she's a, she's just having fun on the beach, and she's saying, you know, like, do you think I could have been a bird in a past life? Like, tell me, I'm a bird. I'm a bird, and she's just having fun, and then tells him that he needs to also be a bird. So then he says, if I'm a bird, or if you're a bird, I'm a bird. And, and it's so supposed like, to be this like big act of like, oh, you understand me. And, but you guys like, had to be birds. What kind of bird would you be? Booby. Of course you would. 
No, I like those ones with the big eyes. The like small ones with the big eyes, though. They're like really goofy looking ones. Mm-hmm. Those are cute. I like those. I'd be an owl. Yeah, that, that sounds kind I'd, of. I'd definitely be an owl. Given. Hell yeah. You, you? Owl for you as well? Oh no, uh, peacock. Ooh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, I don't even know the name of the bird that I'm thinking of. They're like real dumb apparently but that's okay i'm okay with that i think most birds are somewhat dumb except for like maybe like crows and ravens well anything that's uh that's like a like a hunter type i think generally which i guess a lot of them are but i figure yeah crows and ravens because i like remember faces and shit right yeah they bring you trinkets yeah oh there was a really cool video i saw online this is going way off it's okay. um, <laughs> just a bird tangent for a little while they um somebody set up like a mechanism to where they could bring in bottle caps and whenever mm-hmm. they do like treats will come out and they like learn to pick up litter essentially so that they would take the bottle caps turn it in so that they would get treats and like that's so fucking cool it's adorable yeah, no, i've seen that that's very good and birds are cool so back to the notebook uh (laughs) um some of the things with the actual relationship too like the front end of things i was more upset with um ride gosling right like being creepy and like kind of like push like being very forceful with, with with everything there i should say as the relationship was kind of like in flight i hated how often rachel mcadams just smacks the shit out of him she she beats the shit out of him like twice yeah like in the that face too yeah like, um <laughs> and he like she shoves him she yep. hits him like they tell each other they hate each other then they love each other it's so so toxic <laughs> and then later as i hope i mean I hope people have seen this. If you care about spoilers, sorry. Um, later, when she's about to be married to some other guy, then she spends this like entire week long vacation fucking Ryan Gosling essentially, and then like dragging this out and like kind of getting angry with him, and then like it was just like this really super selfish, like completely selfish act that uh, that was going on. And oh, you're muted. Sorry. She definitely went back knowing the chances of her hooking up with Ryan Gosling's character were immense. And she's already engaged. And and to put somebody else in that position, two other people in, in that position being her fiance Lon and mm-hmm. and Wait, Ryan Gosling. The fiance Cyclops. Lon. But in the the character's name was Lon. L-O-N. Yeah, L O N. Not like Lon Clippings, but like. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, yeah. she goes there knowing she's gonna hurt somebody, re- regardless. Where yeah. she could have, where she could have, like, hey, I'm actually like kind of in love with this other guy, like, and and she like even when she gets proposed to, um, the the whole voiceover reads that she's like. She automatically saw the face of what's his nuts instead of lawn. So, like, at that point, like, why would you even commit to a marriage with somebody? I mean, I know she has like the societal and parental pressures mm-hmm. on her to marry somebody of high class and stature. But to like, as soon as you get engaged, have that feeling 
of like, this is the wrong person to keep going is like not going to end well in its own. Right. Yeah. Like all of her decisions at that point were just. She only rough. makes selfish decisions in yeah. the entire movie. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, and so she pissed me off immensely throughout like the the mid section of the movie, pretty much. And it just baffles me again because like, 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 like what we were saying earlier, like these movies can be enjoyable as long as you understand that you're seeing flawed characters that are not meant to be emulated this is meant to teach a lesson or to show whatever and the point isn't you should be her you should be him well i think that's the problem with a lot of these movies is that toxic behavior is often rewarded in mm -hmm. these situations like to go back to uh the opening where he threatens his life blackmailing mm -hmm. her to get a date he is rewarded he gets what he wants for mm -hmm. his uh, recklessness it is I, from what it sounds like God, i wish i watched this fucking movie so i could uh, keep up with speaking about it uh but it sounds like the characters are like rewarding each other by like allowing their passion to dictate over like what's good for everyone involved and like yep being completely oh, absolutely uh, completely ignoring like uh lawn <laughs> well and like if at one point like when he's trying to like convince her basically to to stay after she's already engaged he's saying like you know it's gonna be tough we fight this is who we are we fight and we get back together we you know we're upset and then everything's fine and it's just like painting this picture that like domestic abuse is okay spouse like like verbal abuse is okay as long as you love each other in the yeah. end and it doesn't go too far and i i just feel like it really like pushes like this really poor idea of what a good and proper relationship is because like i think any relationship definitely takes like work but it should not be hard it should not be difficult you should not be in pain so often yeah it, like it shouldn't be easy but it should not be this constant fight to keep it going yeah it uh, masquerades passion as it, it's a two-sided thing so if okay. you're so passionate when you're fighting you're also passionate when you're in love but that's like frankly just incredibly unhealthy and Absolutely. not a good like actual foundation for a relationship like life is hard your relationship may struggle because life comes down on you individually or you as a couple, but the couple part shouldn't be hard. If the couple sure. part is hard, there is an issue that you need to either address or you need to not be together. Yeah, not every day is going to be perfect, obviously, but it's meant to be like, you're meant to be partners. Right. Mm -hmm going against everything else against exactly you know, the hard stuff for sure not, for sure. not adversaries that right and i think it's another like this is this isn't a rom-com but it is it is a imperfect and flawed relationship that gets kind of lauded and people like want to do it but like joker and harley quinn <laughs> like it's something that right. like people very exaggerated bad. exactly but yeah yeah, it's like to the utmost of bad, right? It's it's very clearly wrong. And even the source material now 
is heavily addressing the idea that Joker is obviously a villain, but yeah, like horrible yeah. and toxic even to those in his inner circle. And there's this whole redemption arc now with Harley trying to, you know, separate herself from his influence and being in love with Poison Ivy and like all this other like really cool stuff going on. But there's still a lot of people that are like god i want right. i want to be a joker and a harley relationship and like it's fucked Yikes. yeah there are a lot of relationships like that that are definitely like idolized without any reason other than it's like pop culture sure i think pop culture definitely has like a big part of that too i mean this definitely moves past rom-coms but it definitely still moves with this you know ideology that relationships and media generally are just not anything to strive toward or anything to hold on a high pedestal because it's not it's not realistic and right. and most often it is it is toxic yeah that's kind of like the thesis of this whole like mm-hmm. episode is that these films perpetuate a very unrealistic goal and, and and not only is the goal, I don't know, like it's difficult making making uh, like like goals or like uh, resolutions whenever the story is love because love is an ongoing thing, right? So like not only is like happily ever after like a dangerous thing to set as a goal to keep things rooted in reality, but then also I think rom coms fail in the fact that like the the journey to attain the goal is also either unrealistic or just bad you know like exactly like what we're talking about you know with with the beginning part of notebook and i'm sure like a lot of the other ones like what is it revenge of the nerds where the main character finally has sex by impersonating somebody else by wearing the helmet he is a masked rapist yeah essentially that comes up a lot um wedding crashers too there's the girl that sneaks into the guy's room Mm, and mm -hmm. then takes advantage of him like if that if the roles of gender were reversed that would not have been allowed and i don't see how that like would be okay and i don't know why this is like a a fun funny okay like thing either sure it's funny because the girl's the horny one Right. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's also that's also a really good point, too, yeah. though, is that um, gender stereotypes are completely oh. over exaggerated and awful in rom-coms where the girl is like a romantic, soft, blah, blah, blah. And the guy is going to be like very masculine and very like mysterious and mm. like, oh, I can't show affection. I don't cry. And then turning into like this different kind of like opening accepting person it definitely pushes the gender norms and i think a lot of times like it's expected that the woman is to like have kids and have a house and the guy is gonna work and bring home the money and it's always very very stereotypical yeah those uh, these movies very often lean heavily on uh gender normative roles Mm -hmm. also the dudes either always are either in business or manual labor and like those are the two options it's either like rich businessman or you know i work with the... i work at the coal mine i yeah. fix the big car yeah. or i trade stocks here's a big right. money clip yep. full of money full full of money there it is i, I, I mean like even take it back to notebook the two men one of them is that exact stereotype and the other is the exact opposite the exactly. the, the lumber mill you know so fucking shit man yeah it's just like uh i don't know i keep repeating this 
That's okay. Go ahead. But enjoy it, but don't live your life by it. In the same way that you should enjoy porn, but don't try and I don't know, get elbow deep in a girl's ass on the first date. You know what I mean? Like it's just not a good. <laughs> is that is that what it is? Don't get elbow deep. Unless it's you I know, would say that's sad. That's a bad conversation. I mean, if you're talking about it. That's that's rough. If, I mean, if that's what you want, though. I guess you would do this. This is yeah. nicer. Thank you. <laughs> Why are you still admiring me? <laughs> you this... kept it up way too long. <laughs> I was really thinking about it. I, I, really... I could tell. <laughs> He's got his hands like, so ready and in position. Yeah. Too. Well, because this is nicer than if I was like, because this is a wide entry point. I mean, so is your elbow, though. So. That's it's the not the entry end. point, but it may still the same. Unless you're like, <laughs> yeah, what is this some WWF shit? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh no, <laughs> John hurt. Cena right into her holes. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a lot of. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of meat and it bone. Is. No, oh, I should be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's is, all of us. Just like, God, this feels so strange. I can't. I can't imagine. Put this in. Oh, yeah, oh, mine's quite hairy too. Has that? Is that adding that added attraction? Yeah. It's different textured. Yeah. There you go. That's fun. Yeah. I've, what do you want from me? I don't know. <laughs> oh fuck. Can you guys think of any rom-coms you like? I mean, I, I like most of them. I think oh, okay, great. fair enough. I think uh, they're fun. I just think that they have a very unrealistic expectation of relationships, and that like it's there. I I just I they're fun to watch and then to enjoy, but I don't idolize any of those shits that are happening on the screen. Let me let me rephrase the question then, or or change the question essentially. Sure. Yeah. Are there any movies that you guys can think of in particular that does a better job of depicting? Uh... Yes. Okay, Ooh. go ahead. Um, I, I think it does a better job because it shows a flawed or at least a relationship that needs work and it properly illustrates it as a relationship that needs work. And that's uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is a great weird romance sci-fi-ish kind of movie uh set in like the near future where you can go in and delete memories and yes. so this couple goes in and tries to delete their memories of each other because their relationship went sour um and it shows both of them fucking up a lot and like it it, it makes it clear that these are fuck-ups and that it's possible to work past it like what we're talking about like there can there, you can you can work at relationships and that's allowed that that's fine it's not like if you run into a roadblock you quit immediately but it also doesn't sugarcoat the fact that these were clearly bad missteps by each partner in the relationship okay. and that if they want to move forward from here they have work to do if they decide to stay together you know and i love that because, like, yes, there's a possible happily ever after, but it's going to take work and it's going to take love and it's going to take acknowledging your missteps and not 
doing them again in the future. And so I think that's about as it's funny that it takes a sci-fi story to get realistic about relationships, but that's kind of where it went for me. So sometimes it helps having that like fantastical uh, element backdrop mm-hmm. early there element to a, a film to like, where you can actually get to like some more human stuff. Yeah, definitely. I love that movie. If, if anyone that it. is watching has never seen it, it's one of my favorite movies ever. So it was one of the ones I uh, was considering watching prepping for this yeah but didn't get to it sure i hear you what about you guys i can't think of one at all Hmm. i'm trying to think i'm not quite sure if it's how much it counts but i rewatched when harry met sally today i feel like that's a pretty like quintessential rom-com film mm-hmm. i know of it i've never actually watched he, it i feel like it's kind of the same thing though in that one where he just kind of like expects her to love him and he's kind of chasing after her and she's like i can't i can't just love you like it doesn't just happen that well, way a lot it's a weird journey because they go from like strangers that have to like be in a confined space for a, a day to a couple meetings later eventually become like really close friends and it's not until the end of the movie that they're like oh wait this relationship has turned from friendship to possibly romance Ooh. on that note i think a lot of rom-coms definitely make it seem like it's always going to be your best friend which is bad which is horrible that's which a very bad horrible. precedent Right. I, I, and I, I feel like a big part of them either are like, oh, like you realize like it was your best friend all along, 13 going on 30, to, like your best friend all along, even though you like were awful and shitty and whatever towards this person for 20, 30 years, then now everything is fine because we realized now that this is what it needs to be. That could also just be a counter movement against how things were in 80s romance movies in in which the best friend was just comedic effect essentially Mm -hmm. right so like you know you have your fucking uh long duck dongs and you know like your 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 goofy ass friend character that will never get in a relationship ever because of how they're written and how they're portrayed um and so it's maybe that generation of people that watch us. We're like, fuck that. We're going to write a whole bunch of best friend characters that end up with a girl. And so like, they kind of shift it when in yeah. reality, yeah. like it, it's, it could be having it be the case in all of the movies, I think is, 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 is a mistake. And then also having it be the case in none of the movies is also a mistake. Yeah. But, I feel like it's a tightrope yeah. trying to portray that kind of story because it certainly is good and possible to like start as friends and it, it, it like naturally progresses sure if it's shown naturally and not like one or the other party forces it in like a weird way right. i feel like some of the later uh movies that go that route kind of do it in a way where like one person's like has a like starts with feelings for them and it like doesn't naturally occur Mm -hmm. i guess like the film has to like do a lot of work to like show uh how and why these two people that began platonically eventually become romantic 
for sure. And that's probably it, honestly. I mean, like what, what, what you just said, the, the film has to do a lot of work. I don't know that either the people working on it or the audiences want that. And that might be why rom-coms are the way that they are. They're written to be simple and just like kind of enjoyable pie-in-the-sky nonsense kind of stuff. And that's how they're written and made. Which, if that's what you want, then that's what you want. And same thing with with most porn. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's that, that surface-level kind of stuff. Is it possible to make it better and make it realistic and healthy? Totally. But... It doesn't seem to happen a whole lot. Yeah, and let's be frank, that's not necessarily what a lot of audiences are looking for. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. What's it's, up, buddy? It's just interesting, I guess, that audiences want something false and shallow, but then choose that false and shallow thing to strive towards. You, you know, it's 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 uh, bad. Yeah, very bad. <laughs> Don't do it. It is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny because in in the other in the other podcast uh, in in Super Sesh, we were talking about Tokyo Drift most recently. That was our last Hell episode. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but. You know, one of the comments that came in from chat was that, you know, well, people don't want that. People just people just want an action movie. And I'm like, you can have an action movie with decent characters in it, though. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's absolutely possible. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Go <sighs> no, ahead. I, you know, King, I could go off when it comes to the <laughs> Fast and Furious franchise. Right. I feel like Tokyo Drift is... Uh the weakest of yes. the, uh, all of them. Because we were specifically has... talking about Tokyo Drift. Yeah, no, I understand that. Han uh, was the only redeemable character we felt in the entire movie. Oh, I agree. But yes. that's because the only reason that character was written in by uh, Justin, Justin Lin, yep. who, uh, well, like, they were buddies because uh, the the actor that plays Han uh, he... was in a previous movie of his. So Better luck tomorrow. As Han also, yes, they retcon yeah. that to uh, yeah. Just when I was like, oh yeah, that's canon. That's in the series. <laughs> this movie I made about high school gangsters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was just kind of like a Justin brought him in as like a buddy. They're like, hey, I'm gonna get you in here because you know, you're sure. a boy. And then like later, it was like, you know, these don't have to be chronological. I could bring you in on the next one. Yeah, fuck it. Spoiler. On dies in Tokyo Drift, uh, but yeah, like, well, my whole point our was, complaints about Tokyo Drift, like people were saying, just forget about it. But no, I think it's okay as a fan to want more. I think it's okay yeah. to enjoy it, but also want better. There's and nothing would, wrong with wanting. More. I would argue there's much more in the other movies. There's a lot more like thematic uh, elements about like how the importance of family above everything else, and how like that being said, your family's made, not who like your blood related to. Sure. There's a lot more themes like that. Right. No. Exactly. And and you know it's it's good that they've made improvements as as the movies went on in those elements and whatnot. And I think great. Um. But yeah, I I just think. Like, like, we're not doing this episode to shit on rom-coms. I think, if anything, no. we're, like, one, we enjoy them, but two, 
we want them to be better with elements of reality and, and healthy relationships. Yeah, it there certainly is room to improve. Like, I think that's why there's like so few of them now, especially in like theatrical release. I know it's like 2020, they we don't do movie theaters anymore. Sure. But like even before that, like for us like five, ten years, like they're not releasing rom coms in the theaters because like the, a the quality went down, and I will blame Catherine Heigl specifically for that. Go on her IMDb; it's all bad. Yeah, oh. she still have room for like a, a Nancy Meyer that like that definitely caters to like an older generation. That's like she casts like Meryl Streep and Jack oh. uh, Nicholson in most of her movies. Yeah, I think rom coms kind of died out when they ran out of good books to uh, take their ideas from. That's fair. So now people actually have to write shit. They're like, oh. And it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I'm not doing that. You had like your early, like your like 90s version where like your Nora Ephron's where you have like uh, Sleepless in Seattle, like those like classic like Tom Hanks, Meg mm-hmm. Ryan. Uh, oh man, Meg 90s Ryan. 90s ass. They're, all of them. I mean, even, I mean, going back on to just like, um, was it like 10 things I had about you or mm. like the notebook? Like these are all yeah, stories that have already been written mm-hmm. you know they're just tailored to to a theatrical yeah um, theatrical audience and, and put out into a movie speaking of mm. rachel mcadams she yeah. was in a lot of these ass movies yeah mm-hmm. several of them about time travel yeah to the time traveler's wife and uh uh is it about time i think or in time i think it's about time about time she was in another one about time travel mm-hmm She's been the romantic interest of three time travelers in cinema. Huh. Uh, time traveler's wife, the about time, and uh, Doctor Strange. Oh. I don't want to. forward to next year when she's uh, paired up romantically with uh, Doc Brown. Mm. Doc Brown and the Doctor have to fight over her. That's how it, what it's going to be. Oh. Yeah. That's an unfair And fight. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Turtles in time. Oh, okay. Turtles in time. Yep, 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 movie. Okay. Yep, Bill yep, and Ted yep. are gonna get in there. What's up? Bill and Ted are gonna. Yeah, get in there. yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Might as so, well. Keanu's we on a big comeback. So yeah. It sounds like we're right. We're writing a, a time travel battle royale for the heart of, <laughs> of Rachel McAdams. McAdams. The actual yeah, actress, Ra- Rachel McAdams, Rachel not a character. If you want to be in this movie, let us know. Yeah. Start writing it. I would love to. I'm... Perfect. Start writing it ASAP. Yeah. I'm already typing. <laughs> Make sure there's an elbow and pussy moment. <laughs> that's how we're, that's the opening scene, baby. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Rachel. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't say it was her. <laughs> I did. So, <laughs> so are we co-writing this bad boy? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Whatever. I have experience writing smut. Great. Oh, so it's going to be, this is going to be a internet documentary. I don't think she's going to want to be in it. All right, Rachel McAdams look likes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Fuck it, we'll deep fake it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have the technology. Oh, no, but that feels bad. Okay, we won't deep fake it. Oh. We'll just get someone that looks so like her. There you go. And her name fine. would be like Robin mcleod or something like Good. really close but like let's do not. rachel adams rachel mcstabums <laughs> and then we can bring like a uh adams family vibe to it too talking oh, about fake it. names um uh-huh. what's your favorite uh pretend porno name mine is uh clit eats wood 
I don't know if, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, yeah, I think that just wins. Good job. Give me, give me, give me a, give me about five seconds to think of something. Okay, good. Well, well five seconds. Zell, how are you doing today? Fucking fantastic. Hell yeah. That's what's up. That's great. Why are you making that face? All right, where's your fucking porn name? Warner Von Slurps hyphen Cox. Uh, what? Slurps hyphen Cox. That's good. It's good. Yeah, duh. Yes, uh, my, my name's Werner Von uh, Slurps hyphen Cox. Good. I'm here on set. Were your one parent was Slurps and the other parent was Cox? Sorry, that it's it's pronounced Slurps. Slurps. <laughs> Yes, my father was a, uh, a, a ringmaster of the circus, and my mother uh, was, was a, a tourist. Mother yes. was a twerper. A t- twerker? Twerp. Like yes. Twerp. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Twerp. Oh, yes. Oh, a friend of mine. Cool guy that slurp twerp. Shut up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> stupid. All right, y'all. Do you guys have any other, uh, any other titty bits about rom coms? Bits. Yeah, like titbits. Uh, I, I guess the only other thing I can think of that's kind of just like a underlying kind of thing in a lot of them is that um, like beauty equals love or that like you can't just like be a nerdy girl. You have to like take your glasses off and like... <laughs> put on sure. some like slinky clothes or like you can't just be like a nerdy guy you gotta like buff up and go to the gym like a, there are a lot of a lot of like rom-coms that definitely put that in there like Grease definitely does that where you have to change I mean they like they both change they yep. both completely change who mm-hmm. they are in order to be with each other she starts smoking wearing fucking black leather he starts going to the gym gets a fucking letterman's jacket like joins a like the wrestling mm. track or something, something. like there's like, like a there's like a big overlying like theme of like you need to change who you are and you can't just be loved the, the way for you, are. Who you are summer for dreams who you are. summer dreams as a song so is a complete like just a capitalization of mm-hmm. like exactly what's wrong with all of this <laughs> yep it definitely plays in all the ginger norms uh there's Absolutely. a line did she put up a fight oh yeah that's right yeah. let yeah. us not forget yep yep like that's what they expected, you know. Like, uh-huh. can she get me a friend? Yeah, <laughs> just all of it. All of it is. And again, I love the movie Grease. Like, Barry you know, Fry? like I, I love Grease, but at the same time, it's like, man, all of these things could be better. <laughs> yeah, and the girls are like, how much dough did he spend? Like, right? Yeah. Like it's all just like. Problematic. It's, it's, it's all now, bad. the transformative process process is 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 big though. I mean, there's that whole ugly duck duckling into a swan thing, and so many other ones uh, as well, where like you're not worth anything unless you meet the beauty standards of the person you're trying to date or whatever, mm-hmm. which is sad. Like they're, they're like okay, hold up, King. <laughs> yes, you should try and present yourself in a positive light yes there can be compromise when like getting with somebody and like you're trying to 
find common ground. You try something that she likes. It turns out maybe you like it a little bit too. She tries something you like. She doesn't like that. She decides not to do that, but does some other thing that you enjoy. Whatever. Right. There's opportunities for compromise, but completely changing who you are in order to be with somebody isn't great. Like taking away your fins for legs so that you can oh. be with somebody not that's literally changing your dna to be with somebody an extreme what? option of it but still a valid example of Absolutely. the transformation process should have listened to the crap everything's better downwards and wetter let's do a disney episode next oh we could absolutely do a disney episode for sure there's there are, there are many things other than cutting off your legs that are you know I'm right, down for a Disney-ass episode next okay, week. Okay, cool. And then we can all do homework together this week. Yes. Perfect. Let's I'm do it. it. All right. Sounds I feel like bad because I watched like three movies. <laughs> oh! None of them were The Notebook. Oh, no! <laughs> well, we will watch at least one, maybe a few Disney movies so that we can get some get some mojo going. Um, thanks, guys, for hanging out. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks, you guys, for hanging out. A big thank you to all the followers and subscribers. Um, appreciate the shit out of you. You guys are on the screen right now. Fucking enjoy it. Um, uh, yeah. Sweet. So, as always, guys, uh, thank you so much for being a part of Hardly Nowhere. Uh, we will see you guys next Friday. And you beautiful bastards, cheers. Cheers.